The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Monday, November 13th, 2017. Listeners, please welcome veteran European adult star, Kai Taylor. Welcome to the show, Kai. <laughs> Wicked. Well, I'm very welcomed. Uh, veteran? Not yet, mate. I'm not that old, but I've uh, got a few scenes underneath my belt, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I've done a few, few works for some of the best companies in Europe, um, which are worldwide as well. So, happy days. Uh, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I do my own podcast um, for the uh, the Real Talk. Um, if you want to follow it, at, it it's adult um, on Twitter, or follow me at Kai the One Taylor, and you can just see me do do what I do and do what I do best. You probably won't really see me doing my performing because I don't really retweet my performing stuff, but it's all out there. Sounds good, man. Awesome. So. Typically, when I start off these uh, one-on-one interviews, I like to get uh, some physical stats out the way because I feel like the people that are tuning in, the fans of yours, I mean, obviously they've seen your work, but they never, for the most part, have had the chance to see you in person. So let's get yeah. to some of your stats. So what's your height and weight? Uh, 191, six foot three. Uh, my weight, 2,000 pounds. Well, there you go. That makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm about 80, 83 kilos. I've lost four kilos in two weeks. I'm getting prepared for a professional boxing fight. That's what's uh, up, man. That, awesome. I'll be getting down to, uh, I, think, I think it's 174. I think I'll have to get down to, I don't know, 176 maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if I, if in, um, I've got to get down to 79.5 kgs. So that's just, that's just to get in my light heavyweight category. Awesome, man. Props. Uh, what's your ethnic background? Turkish. Mum and dad Turkish. Born in England. What's your zodiac sign? The best one. Capricorn. <laughs> awesome. And how old are you? Uh, my birthday was on New Year's Day. I'm 32. That's what's up, man. And happy early birthday. Oh, fantastic. It's coming, isn't it? Fuck me and Christmas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my the God. The year <laughs> is ending... In a blink, basically. So, Fucking uh, as it, isn't it? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, totally. So before we get into our exclusive one-on-one with Poppy Chulo interview, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Thank you for downloading one-on-one with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash afterdark. 
Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you. Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. All right, Kai. So what I want to do with you is I want to get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Uh, where are you originally from? And uh, what was life like for you growing up? I was from London. Oh, I am from London. Um, brought up as an English boy. Never had a dad. Only my mom brought me up, so... Brought me up as an English boy. Always spoke to me in English. She gave up her nationality when she was 17. Uh, so she had me when she was 30. So obviously she's just basically pure British. Uh, I, I had it tough. I had it tough, man. Um, saw some ups and downs, bruv. Uh, I learned to make money on the street. Um, I learned to fight on the street. And yeah, I wanted to be a porn star from the age of eight-ish, nine-ish. I was watching porn wanking myself silly. But um, I, was, I, I grew up in tough times, you know what I mean? I, when when I didn't, there weren't no dad there and my mum wasn't like the most mentally stable person in the world. But still, it made me the man who I am today. So thank you, mum. God bless you. And I had to bring up my little brother when my, because my mum wasn't able to do it. So I didn't really go to school because oh, I got expelled anyway twice. I got readmitted and they expelled me again. But yeah, I was, I was always fighting, always... Um, Making money on the street. The money I made, I brought home for my mom. Mm-hmm. That's it. So Kai Taylor has always been a fighter. Oh, man. You, everyone's a fighter in this world. Everyone has to fight. If you don't fight, you don't, you don't win, do you? That's and true. You, you, got, you, got, you got to push for the top. You know? At the end of the day, no one wants to be second or best, do they? No matter what they say. Oh, it's, when your mother says to you, it was... It was um, it was the participating that counts. Fuck you. I don't want to be the participating that counts. I want to be the participating. Yes, I won. I'm sitting at the top and you're sitting at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing more than that. And I can say any more. What was uh, going on with your life like as you um, entered like adulthood? Oh, man. I, 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 was a, I, was an adult. I was more of an adult when I was 10 years old. And I was just fucking... Well, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I you know, as you, as so, you expressed what? it, I mean, you had to grow up fast. Yeah, did, did, yeah. Adulthood, what is adulthood, man? When, when do you grow up? When don't you grow up? I don't know. Where, yeah, it's, it depends on the situation. I prefer to act like a kid all the time, but at the end of the day, the best best thing to do, how I do my thing, is when people think I'm an idiot, I'm only ten steps ahead of them. So I'm actually quite happy that is when people think, oh my God, he's hyperactive. Um, he's, he's, he seems a bit, bit, bit stu- stupid. It um, looks like he's idiotic. Um, he's actually stupid. 
and for me, you, you, you're already behind me, people. So if you think if you think I'm thick and that, it's because I'm already deceiving you from the beginning. So at the end of the day, if I see these people getting deceived um, and they start treating me the other way, then I really like, I realise their true colours straight away, straight off the marks. Happy days. What was going on in your life uh, before entering the adult industry? I I had a family. I was I had my own house. Uh, had I got a son, uh, ex partner, uh, working. I would done loads of different kind of uh, different trades: salesman, roofing, uh, tiling, painting, decorating. Uh, I did pass my sitting gills and mechanics, but. That was fucking when I was 16. But apart from that, yeah, that, I, I was just a family man. Living my life for my son and um, the ex, but she was an idiot. That's about it. I, I'm, I'm quite quick with my answers because I, I'm very direct. I don't want to beat around the bush. I cannot, I cannot. It's not my style. It's like if people, if you look at my, um, on the Reality Kings profile, they got, I've got to tell it as it is. I tell it straight. If you don't like it, fuck off. Anyone, I don't care who you are, what you are. I'm not. I'm not one of these people who are a sheep who will bow to anyone. If it loses me work, fuck it. it loses me work. I'm sorry. I thought I do something else. At the end of the day, there's a, there's a beautiful saying: lions don't lose sleep over the opinions of sheep, man. And I'm not a fucking sheep. Hell no. I'm, I'm a leader, and I always will be. And if it, if it, at the end of the day, if it, it treads on people's toes, and if they don't like it. It's a, they're hiding something. They got. They're insecure about something. They're always, always protecting their own thoughts about other people. What's that? Awesome. So, how old were you when you entered the business? Twenty-five. Okay. August August the second. So that's why I gave you the veteran title. Because in my opinion, if you're in the industry over five years, you're a veteran. Because. To be quite honest, and you know because yeah, you're I, in the game. I stopped for three years. Pe- oh, okay. Well, there you go. Because I was going to say, people come in and out of the game all the time, and some people don't even make it past year two. So, you know. Yeah, so some people. Yeah, but what, why, what, 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 puppy, what fucking, or pappy, whatever. What makes you, um, what makes a good performer? I can't tell me. I don't know, why, why am I recognized and some others who are not? And I'm only working in Europe. I worked in England. And I moved. To, I went to Europe, and, uh, and I retired. And I came back, and everyone was begging for me to come back. What made me so so special than everyone else? I don't know. Well, what if made you me stand really out? Want my opinion, if that wasn't just rhetorical, I, I mean, I think a great performer is a person that has the sexual prowess that uh, you know can has the stamina to maintain a performance, can, I mean, to be quite honest, if we're, if we're just going to get down to the physical, can keep it up and can keep it hard and can um, yep. come on command, basically. Yeah, but then there's a thing called edit. Come there is a thing called edit, but there are a lot of producers out there that are not going to wait for you to get things right, especially if you're a newbie in the industry. you got to get it right or you're going to get out. I've seen the scenes where... You know, it's a performer who maybe is established now, but, the, the, you know, their first scenes were very weak. And, it, I mean, it's surprising that they put the scenes out, to be quite honest. Yeah, I know. But the only thing is the content, isn't it? So they got they got bang out that content as soon as possible. Yeah, either that or they bring in so, a, yeah. an esta- more established person to finish the scene off. They suddenly turn it into a threesome. Yeah, so but, um, what helps me finish the scene and keep the energy up is my boxing. 
keeps my stamina levels. But also, it ain't about just fucking. People don't understand. It ain't when you're on the set. It ain't about just fucking the bitch or fucking the girl, fucking the performer, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's all about working together, and it's it's timings. If you need a break, you let the girl do the work. I like even just get her off and start make a second dick, and just everything's about timing. All these little tricks you have to do. But you got these people who close up and just fuck the girl. That's all they're there for, to fuck the girl. They don't really give a fuck about the camera, really. And that's what I, I think um, lacks on performance. Where when, when, I, when I work, I'm, I'm trying to fucking turn my body into certain positions that no one would really do, just to get a fucking light down there. It ain't like having sex at home, where people like think, oh, we're just going to turn up my fucker girl. It's nothing about that, mate. Oh, oh, she's sucking my dick. Let's not worry about where her hair is. Let's not worry about where her face is. Let's worry about where the light is. you got to worry about all, all these things. It gives you one step, step ahead. Having a, a good sized sausage actually is quite helpful, but um, in all fairness, it's it's I think it's my energy levels and my acrobaticness because I don't mind doing some crazy stuff. But and also, there's one thing I don't do is inject my cock. I know there's a lot of people injecting their cocks lately, and um, in the day, it's it's like working alongside some female performers. Hate working with people who inject their cocks because they're just solid for one thing, and next of all, they got no emotion in their face and also they've got open wound and they're going to be um, sharing fluids it's not um it's not really that it's oh i'd say it's a bit dangerous it's uh, not ethical if anything and but it's like if you were not if you go to 100 meters if you do a 100 meter sprint and you get a drug test at the end and you get done for doping um and it's like and they want a medal and they, they get medal get stripped to them so you've got these people winning avian awards or whatever award and they've all injected their penis and fucking what, what, what makes them a better performer because they've injected a cock it's just giving them a fucking advantage to give them a solid cock to fuck with no you're true they, you're saying the truth I mean that's a valid uh, argument about the whole thing because if they are considering athletes you know yeah. if they're removing their medals or you know quote-unquote banning them from the sport or that kind of thing because of it yep. i mean it makes sense as a performer you know if you know that fellow performers are doing that i mean it's it's faking it to be quite honest mm, mm, mm. Yeah. i've had many producers when i when i obviously sometimes i come in and out or i don't work for certain people because sometimes my rate might be too high or something but when they get me back or anything um all of a sudden i get uh so good to have you back, Kai, man. It's like I've been working with these people injecting their penis because lots of people do in Europe and they have no emotion in their face. It's so, it's so like, boring. You have to fucking snap out, do something because they're probably thinking about what they're doing for a fucking dinner in the evening or later. It's like, really? Mate, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not really about... I know you've got a thing to get get somewhere, but it's all about relaxation and it's all about the performance. I like the act. It ain't, ain't about the sex for me. It's the act of it. It's all the performing. It's making it look real. Or it, it, you know what I mean? It is being real, but you're acting. It's like you you, you got a Stephen, you got um, like a Bruce Willis or you got a fucking some whoever actor, some really poor actor. Who would you rather have? You, you pay for the better actor, you're going to get the better quality. If you pay for like a... You pay, peanuts you get monkeys so you, you and then the day you're going to be choosing so what do you want a good performer who actually can act or you got someone who just is just given peanuts and i mean they get paid peanuts and they inject their cock and they've got and they got nothing oh yeah this, the scene was okay yeah he fucked but it, was never, it just looked fake people yeah, people like human people, people like 
exactly. Game. And um, I've tried it. It didn't work for me. <laughs> I tried it. It didn't work. So that, that's been that's been truthful. That, that's lead to sex. I just, I've got my, kit, my cock one going hard. I said, come on, get, go on, let me give you some. Let me try it. Tried it. It didn't work. So I fucked up. So you've been in the game for seven total years. You had a break for uh, of three years in the middle at some point. So you've been... 2013 to 2016, yeah. Okay. And so you have been hardcore in the game, like actually performing for four years. Uh, how exactly did you get in the first time around? Why did you decide to take your break? And what convinced you to come back? I was working... Um... I was working next door to Bluebird Films. They did Bat, bat Fucks and that. Um, he, um, and there was a person called Ben Dover, legend, legend in the game, and he came into my fucking mm-hmm. shop, and I went, mate, I know your face. I was like, I saw him when I was a kid. He went, yeah, I'm Ben Dover. Mate, you're not my type. Then we just, we just <laughs> hit it off, and um, you know what I mean? That's my sense of humor, man. Uh, we hit it off. I got no discount materials on his, shop, on his house. Got a 2.3 million house. Um, and I, I saved him like 20 grand or worth of materials. He, sp- he spent about 100 grand with me. I saved him about 20 grand's worth. And, and then I always wanted to be a porn star. But imagine how many people asked him this same question. And I was thinking, this is what happens to me. Uh, and it's gone to the fact that he said, while you're with your ex, you're never going to do it. So I, I, I said, okay, but when, when I, if I do have a split up, I will, I will, I will contact you. Contacted him uh, when I did um, separate, and he oh, I got a gig, and he, he actually the second scene was with him, but the first scene was on my own. Um, what was the next question? Uh, why did I leave? I left the industry because I fell in love. I fell in love, and I moved to Spain, and I started teaching English, personal training. You know what I mean? I got other things I can do. I'm not fucking. I'm not stupid like everyone else. Uh, I need all about porn. And like I said, in America, you can live off porn really easy. And over here, you have to be a good performer to live off porn. In America, you got like loads of different productions, so it's much better. Like what I've heard, I, I, I separated from my ex, and I thought I've got to go back. And I and I, had a, I got offered a big deal over in Europe, and so I went. I moved to Europe, moved from Hungary, uh, from Spain to Budapest. Days, so came back, and I, and I've just been. Banging scene up, banging up. Oh, yes, I was meant to go to America in 2013, didn't go because I fell in love. 2016, I, I, I bought a ticket to go to America and March this year. And my t- um, what happened was I broke my ribs, so I lost like two weeks worth of work before I went up there to build up my money. And I wasn't going to work out there with just, I wasn't going to go out there with like a little less money. So I lost, I lost, the, I lost the plane flight again. I love, I love losing money like this. It's, it's fantastic for me. Yeah, that's a shame, man, because uh, I know they would love you here. Like, hands down. Like, uh, you could be like the next huge, like, well, I mean, not that you aren't, but I mean, over here in the States, like with the companies here, like actually working here, you could be like the next crossover person. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've had people begging me to go there. And my, my partner actually thinks I'll probably get offered a contract if I go out of there. I, uh, yeah. Brazzers, uh, that Vixen Tushy uh, collection of sites. Like, yeah, I, I, know, I, know, I know one of the managing directors. I know one of the, uh, man- um, the commercial managers for uh, Vixen. But yeah, it's, it's, I it would it would be lovely. It would be lovely to try it. It would be lovely to get over there and give it a go. Um, it's, it's, 
it's obviously I'm I, I'm a new I've obviously got an Avian nominee back in 2013 for a best foreign performer, but it means nothing because I didn't win it, obviously. But it's still recognition. But no one knows us over over in states. You know what I mean? People in England, even though I've got Reality Kings there, I've got I've worked for Babes.com. I've got um, you know what I mean? These two two main sites, Digital Playground. They, they they're over there, but they still don't know us as performers. They, it's all about the American stuff performers. But you know what I mean? There ain't really like a big bundle of performers. I would I would say they're amazing. You know what I mean? Um, I, I I find I watch some of the stuff and it just seems like shit. To be honest. And no, no offense to you boys, and just some of their work is just so fake. But the girl could always help out as well. But you, it's all about working together I don't care even if you ain't got a connection if you're a professional you work together and you make that scene a scene that's true yeah that makes sense you're not going to like everyone you work with you're not going to like every job you do it's standard yeah that's true yeah. so alright how did you come up with the name Kai Taylor I'm, I'm always curious about asking a performer how they came up with their performer name middle name last name oh, okay well that was easy <laughs> solved very simple let's go back in time Kai I, I want to get your um, your sort of just your take on and uh, a, a sort of um, I don't know just want to get into your mind on like the first time that you were on set what was that experience like for you what was going on in your head were you nervous excited scared all of the above what was going on the very first time that you had to perform on a set <sighs> it was nerve-wracking. I was watching Tony Desergio do his first scene. Um, and I was like, am I going to get hard? Am I going to get hard? Am I going to get hard? So the girl came to me, this girl, and he goes, she goes yeah, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to do cowgirl versus cowgirl, and I'll do doggy, boom, boom, boom. And then, um, then we should do a couple shot. The pictures went okay. Obviously, getting a bit of direction. And I knew a couple of the boys anyway, and they were all cool with me. And um, I went straight into working for professional companies. Happy days. I was, I was meant to be a tramp, and as I was just, like a tramp person laying there, and this girl comes in, we're smoking a cigarette, and she goes, uh, "What the fuck are you doing here?" She goes, "Yeah, just coming out for a cigarette break." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you shouldn't be here. You, you, like, you know what I mean? Just like crap acting." But I'm already worried about my cock. And fucking, as soon as she pulled my pants down, I, I had no cock there. I had like a soft fucking cock. But this happens. I'm not. People think. Fucking hell, you're human. I've seen these some of these studs. They just fucking pull their pants and their cocks rock hard. But half the time they've t- injected themselves. So it's got you've got to have some sort of connection. You can't just fucking rip it down. You've got to do something to actually get a little bit stimulated. Unless you're just a dirty pervert. I'm not really a dirty pervert. I'm a performer. I'm an actor. I'm not one of these sleazy person who wants to fuck girls off set. I'm a person who actually is a professional. I want to make them feel comfortable. I don't really want to be around them too much. I just want to, once the scene starts, but then that's when we get into the scene. Um, then... It's, 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 yeah, and then they said, oh, wait, well, don't worry, because it's your first time, which was good of them, and they said, let her get you hard, so just, a couple of minutes got me hard, and I went, wow, you got a massive cock, and I was like, fuck off, and then I went, I started fucking, I went, am I doing good, he went, do you know what, you're, the, you're what we're looking for, you got a big cock, you're a great body, and then when they said, you wanted to come, and I did, I popped on demand, it was crazy, and he said, mate, you're fucking brilliant, man, you've got the next best thing, and I said, what, didn't even understand this, it was, it was quite crazy. Mental. That's what's up, man. So, I guess what I want to ask is because you mentioned earlier in the interview that you had this sort of 
idea, you know, this this um, thing popped in your mind that you wanted to be a porn star at a very young age because you were watching a lot of I porn. Eight, nine years old. Yeah, why did it take you so long to enter? Did uh, you at all try to earlier on? When was, I was it just no, because no, no. of life situations? You just ended up... No, when I was in, when I was in college, I told this, uh, my um, lecturer, I said, I'm going to be a porn star at 16. I said, I'm going to be a porn star. I knew it was. And then I got into boxing, and obviously I started having a family life as well, so that stopped me. Oh, so I, was, I had a partnership, and then I had a five-year one, and I got two years with my baby's mother. Then um, I got the opportunity, so someone came and knocked at the door, when you fucking got to bend over knocking at your door, and you think you've got to take this opportunity. Obviously, God's given you a godsend to do this, so yeah. I think it was destiny. I, said, I projected that to the universe, and it came back. That's true. You're getting banged in the head, uh, basically saying, you've got to try this, at least. Yep, yep. It is. I've got my third opportunity to turn professional in boxing, and I'm taking it as well. I should have my first professional fight either December or January. Awesome, man. Props. Mm-hmm. All right, so what I want to do with you right now is I want to break down a porn scene. So I want to go break down, break it down and basically get your uh, take and opinions on uh, your preferences in the scenes. So uh, when you're yep. on set in a scene, what turns you on the most? Uh, Oral, vag, or anal? None. None. All right, yeah. Uh, I just, I'm going to tell you as it is. What turns me on is my missus at home. Oh, okay. That's what turns me on. I might even start looking at my phone before getting on set. Or I might just close my eyes. Just relax. It ain't about being turned on for me. It's not, not about that. It's about the relaxation for me. I'm not a pervert, really. Because I do it, and in a day, do you know what's more nicer to look at something? It's something with clothes on. It's it, it's crazy. It's like at the end of the day, because I'm gonna be fucking that girl right on that set. Is it really that exciting? I'm getting paid to fuck you. Sorry, I got um. I do you know what, what actually gets me going more? Having a laugh and a joke, having fun, having fun, enjoying it. You know what I mean? You're there to have sex. You're not you're not fucking. You're not you're not doing a nine to five fucking job. You could be there all day, but you're there for sex. That's it. So you got to think about that. You got what about having fun? Some people used to think I was so hyperactive, but everyone knows it's just me. But if I'm being quiet, everyone's like, "Are you okay, Kai?" Oh, I'm not great. I've just been calm, calm, collective. And um, uh, what is what is a turn off? Is that's the better one, or what is a thing like, like oh, a girl who got bad hygiene, hygiene, um. They smoke a cigarette and get back on set, and they don't brush their teeth and they stink. Uh, um, they they are oh, they moaning. Oh, wh- wh- how long is it going to be finished? Or oh, what? To what? Where, where? How many positions? Uh, well, how long for this one? You just think, oh, shut the fuck up, you cunt! You're paid for the day. Like, la, you know what I'm saying? This is just for me. It's like you're there for the day. You're getting paid for the day. You just got to get on with it. Just work together. Keep each other motivated. Keep each other around. It's a lot of sexual energy gets taken away from you. I finish the set and I can be quite, quite, quite drained. And um, I, yeah, I'm always giving out a good energy to everyone. I'm always and I'm always trying to um, repl- um, refresh myself and get, energize myself through the powers of the universe. You mentioned earlier that you love uh, sort of doing, uh, you know, these great positions for the performance and for the camera. What's your favorite position to act out 
in a signature. No, I've got, I, no, I've got a signature move. It's called a turtle. That's why I get called Turtle Taylor. Nice. Yeah. Can you explain it for the listeners? Okay, so you go in a doggy position on knees and on hands. So they're all on all fours, basically. And you go up and over, where normal up and over, they put their legs over the girl, or you put one leg out wider so the girl, so you can still see the girl's head. I will get her with my legs around her legs, so I'm basically, my, obviously, cock inside, and I put my legs around her legs, so my legs around her hips. She can't go backwards. If she goes backwards, she gets really, get, gets pushed deep in, because obviously this is a bit of a punishing maneuver. If someone's annoyed me, I normally, I do this on purpose. You give them the and turtle, then, um, turtle. Turtle Taylor, yeah. And then I put my arms around their, around their shoulders, so they can't go forward or backwards. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna work no matter what. I've got either, either side. You're gonna, you're gonna try and go, get away from me. I'm gonna pull you back. You can go back. You're going into the uh, dangerous area anyway. So, and, and I can, I can, I can, I can hold some girl in that position for a while. But in all fairness, it doesn't really matter. Favorite position. And do you know what's a favorite position? What? My mindset. That's my best position. When she, once my mindset's right, that's my best position. That's when I feel most comfortable. That's thinking outside the box, isn't it? It is. I like it. How would you describe your fuck style? Energetic. But I'm very versatile. Vers- versatile. Uh, I'm not like bang, 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 but I can be. But then also I, can, I, I do everything that producer wants me to do. Fuck it. Well, how do you want to say this about this today? Yep, done. Foot fetish. Slow. Romantic, uh, hardcore, softcore, whatever you want to put in front of me, give it to me and I'll do it for you. And I'll make it look great. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that me selling my CV to someone? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you want? Yeah, it's like this guy today. Okay, no problem. Something that I've noticed about you is you really, you can adapt to the scene very well, where some performers might seem hesitant to do stuff. Like, you pretty, you seem pretty game to do, uh, you know, anything that the scene requires, whether it's, you know, the, where, wherever you're having to perform or whatever the, um, the scenario is, basically, that you have to sort of, you know, act out. What do you mean? Elaborate, elaborate. How, how, what, what have you seen? What has, what's made you say this? Well, I've seen a variety of your scenes. Uh, you know, whether you have to sort of, you know, seduce the um, the hairdresser on, on a fashion shoot that you're acting, or, you know, you have to wear some sort of mask, or, um, you know, you have to pretend you're injured, or that kind of thing. Wait, do you know what I like most? The acting at the beginning. Love the acting. If I can get into real mainstream acting, fuck off, Paul. See you later. I'm going into mainstream all day long. All day long. I'd love to be an actor. Oh, I'd be so happy. Well, you can do it. Yeah. Trust me. You know, there's a huge um, softcore industry here in the States. Yeah, let's not worry about this. Let's go mainstream acting. Fuck it. Fuck all that shit. Get rid well, of the Paul. You, you know what I'm saying? I would love to. I, no, see, I'm very versatile. Very versatile. It's always... It's, 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 all about, it's all about being a performer, uh, puppy. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to be versatile. You've got to be able to do everything that per- person was. Yeah, well, I want someone who's, who's just going to fuck the shit out of this girl. Get him. I want this person who's going to fuck the shit out of this girl, but he's going to act and always going to have fun. I want him. You know, 
It's being versatile. It's all about a performance. It's the act. It's all an act. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. So I want to get your take on uh, just European porn in general. Because in the past, I would have said something to the gist of that I always felt like European porn was a little bit more raw, a little bit more um, intense than American porn. But it seems like American porn has caught up a bit to European porn, where they they seem to have sort of like that same sort of like raw sexuality that European porn has. But in your opinion, as someone who, uh, you know, is not only a fan of, you know, viewing porn, but as someone who is partaking in the industry across the pond, what's your take on European versus American porn and, and the performances? Okay, I'm fucking European. I'm better than you. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're, we're, we're not we're not bitches. We're, we're, we're not scared to do anything, really. We, we, what I've, from what I've heard is, um, where if someone's if so, why 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 does why does all the American studs sorry boys why why do you always fucking wear like boots and shoes? Why why what's, what's all this all about? I don't be funny. Are you too much of a princess? You got cold feet. You don't like a girl who's got cold hands on your balls. What the fuck, man? Me put cold hands on my balls any day of the week. It's guaranteed. It's, it's no problem. And you got um. Like, asshole, like, we do, like, anal, we do fucking gaping, we, we, we have to do it, you know what I mean, it's, we're, 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 we're robotically mindset into doing this, and it's, it's more, it's more filthier, and it's, where America's got bigger features, better productions, as performance-wise, I think, we, we, mate, at the end of the day, look, I'm gonna say my, uh, who was my idol, Rocco, man, the best, best ever performer to ever live, and I, and I idolised him, and, I, and people used to say I was a UK rocker, but I'm not UK rocker, I'm the UK Kaya Taylor, I'm a European Kaya Taylor now. And, and like, it's being myself, I, you don't, you don't copy, you copy some so much, but then you learn your own style. Uh, you tell, I, I tell America, I really steady watch, man, I, I think some, there's some good black dudes stand out. Um, Prince Joshua, I think I like his work, he's a, is a G, but apart from that, there's nothing really stands out. Even even I got even say even in Europe there ain't really many stand up performers. Oh, I'm not gonna blow my own trumpet. Nacho Vidal, fuck me, what a performer. You know what I mean? You watch a scene with us lot, you you get a scene, you get the scene, you get the action, you get the movement, you get the energy, you get you get the creativity. You're not fucking five position cum shot. Um. You tell, you tell me a stud that stands out for you over your side, and I, I agree or disagree. All right. Um, someone over here that's pretty impressive. Tell, tell me, puppy. Impressive. Yeah. yeah, someone over here that's pretty impressive. Um, do you want, like, veteran, or do you want someone that's newer, or does it matter? Give me one veteran, one new. Okay. Veteran. Someone who's been in the game for, in my opinion, over five years. I'd say someone like Carlo Carrera. No, I don't know him, but anyway, so who's, who's um, new? New. Um, I'll give him props, uh, Ricky Johnson. Oh, mixed race, dude. No, he's uh, black, but uh, but uh, not dark-skinned. Yeah, it looks mixed race. We say mixed race. We say someone, when they're like, they don't look black, black, they're mixed race. Yeah, yeah I know who he is. Um, He's, he's, he's made awards, didn't he? He's, he's won an awards. I saw. He has. He's but been uh, I, I, doing the thing. I saw, yeah, I saw him as a performer. I saw a couple of his clips. And, you know what I mean? 
does his, he does his team, man. That's what I like. Someone who does their team. What about over here? You tell me. You tell me a veteran. You tell one, someone new if you know anyone over here. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, Antonio Black. He just won two awards. I taught him everything he knows. He knows that. <laughs> I believe it. Shout out to Mr. Black. Yeah, Antonio Black. You know where your bread and butter came from, bruv. That's hilarious. Um, he, he used to watch me, man. He used to, I, and I helped him, mate. I helped him. He's like, he's my brother. I get along with him. I know he's family and everything. But yeah, oh, that's he, awesome. He, he, yeah, he's good people. I interviewed him a couple years ago, and uh, we always keep in touch. He's awesome. I would say uh, him, another uh, veteran, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like a newer person, and I and I can't think of any one yet. But another veteran that's really good and impressive, in my opinion. Oh um, yeah, Kai Mark Taylor. Rose. Well, you're not a newbie. <laughs> anyway, I would on. say Mark Rose is another that's sort of in the veteran territory. That's pretty he's impressive. Solid performer. Solid performer. Yeah, he's a solid performer. I, I rate I'm a, I rate Rosie. I rate him as just a solid performer. If you if you want a, if you want a solid performance, you get him there. You know what I mean? But still, some of these people they have to really love on the girl. What makes a good performer is a guy who can actually get himself sorted without the girl, without and without an injection. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I say. You've not been able to, if you if you have to really touch the girl, get all over that girl just to get yourself fucking in the zone. I say you're not already a performer. You're, you're you're there to have a good fuck and good sex. Maybe perform after. I think a good performer is one who can just stand there and just actually use their mind emotionally do it. I think that's a good performer. That's a professional performer. I think um, shame but professionalism, not just trying to fuck every fucking thing that moves. Yeah, I I think that makes a better performer, bro. Yeah, that's true. But there's no one like Kai Taylor. I'm just saying. There, there hasn't you been heard no, of him. Yeah, he sounds quite familiar to me. I've seen yeah. some of his work. I think some of his fucking... Mate, he's got some wicked scenes. He's, um... And he talks great English, and he acts, and he's very professional. Fuck. Mate, I, I want to meet him. That's too I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm taking a piss. I'm going to blow my own fucking trumpet, in theory. But I, 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 I think I'm a professional, and I'm there to do a job, and the job gets done. That's it. I like if people it. want to give me recognition, if people want to give me recognition for my work, thank you very much. I really appreciate all, your, all, all recognition people give. I'm doing a job. I'm doing something what some people can't do. I'm doing. I'm doing it for old people to wank over, really, or um, perverts to wank over my work. Um, if they think I'm a great performer, thank you very much. I'm humble. If I win a trophy, I win a trophy. By the end of the day, I don't care if I win this or. That, but if people recognise me as a good performer, thank you very much. I'm very humble and I'm very appreciative. Thank you for watching my stuff. Keep watching. It only gets better. Are there any individuals in the industry, whether in front of the camera or behind the camera, that you look up to whose career trajectory is an it used inspiration to, be to yours? It used to be Rocco. It used to be Rocco. 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 Freddy. Mate, that's the person I used to um, look up to. But to be honest, you have Paul in my life. Do, 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 do you know what um, inspires me? Floyd Mayweather because he was the best at boxing um, but who's inspirational my mum brought up three fucking children um, on benefits that's inspirational that's what I look up to that's true that's one battle you can't can't win what, you know what I mean a mother's job never ends so yeah thank you mum love you what I want to do now is sort of like 
get into your mind about some of the experiences that you've had on set. What has been one of the funniest things that's ever happened to you on set? Every day is funny with me. If, 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 you're, if I'm in a good mood, I can tell. Something always happens. Something always happens that's funny. Um, even today, um, one of the girls goes, got something in my eye, something in my eye. She's rubbing her eye with her finger. I went, yeah, your finger, get it out. And the producer was just dying because it was just like my sense of humour. Um, what's funny? I, I, mean, I had loads of funny things. You can't really pinpoint anything, really. Um, uh, I don't really want to diss people. Um, no, I just can't really, can't really... Now, anything down on that one, sorry. No, not a problem. What about embarrassing? Does Kai Taylor get embarrassed? Has anything embarrassing ever happened on set? Uh, it can be embarrassing if, if, if the wood ain't working. Yeah, and that's honest. Not that many performers yeah. will admit it, even though, you know, it happens. Yeah, it does happen. Uh, uh, mate, not every day you're gonna you go to work. Not you're gonna have a sick day every once in a while. That's true. Yeah. What has been one of the craziest things that you've ever had to do in a scene? Something that you know when they cut or as you're going home, you're like, man, you know what the fuck did I just do? Um. Oh, my missus give me rimming. She was rimming me like no tomorrow, but it's like, it it fantastic. But because like people, if you're getting rimmed, it's like I get rimmed at home by my missus all day long, and um, it's like people probably like, oh just put my arse. I fucking stick my legs right up. Yeah, girl, get your tongue in there. Fucking, I'm there to do a job. Lick it, eat it, munch it. Get, taste my fucking breakfast, love. And she ate every fucking bit of my ass. It was great, fantastic, amazing. Yeah, getting rimmed by the missus on set is a bit strange, but it was great. It was amazing. There you go. It's funny, like, rimming here in the States, it, it's gone through phases. Like, it, it turned really popular many years ago, and then it kind of disappeared, and then it's sort of um, made a comeback. I, I think in European porn, it's always been there, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, it's... It goes down to the fact that it's quite, it, could be, it could come across quite gay, but you've got a woman licking your arsehole, so happy days. Let's talk about, I guess, the thing that I'm sure a lot of your hardcore fans might be curious to know. Waiting. So, uh, the fans are waiting with the bated breath, basically. What, what? How much is Kai Taylor packing? Uh, one inch. From the ground. One centimeter. From the how ground. big it is. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll leave that one for you to keep wondering. Well, there you go. Now, uh, something that um, I think is always evident in your scene is uh, the pop shot. Do you do anything in particular to make sure that you have a consistent uh, pop at the end of the scene? I eat a lot, of, a lot of protein stuff. I have zinc tablets. I have every day. Magnesium. Um, eat protein is always good. Yeah, bananas helps you helps your testosterone. Boxing um, produces it after go training. Like I'm waiting. 
I'm actually in a gym now, so if you hear your music, because I'm I'm going to go go straight to my gym. I'm in the gym. I'm using the Wi-Fi there, and I'm going to be going and do some training straight after here. So I work today, and I'm just going to replenish. There you go. Now you mentioned earlier that I guess if if a girl does uh, work up some nerves and you you you'll put her in the turtle position. Is there any preference to you, like, when you do the pop, like, where it goes? Like, if she annoys you, will you try to aim for the eye? No, I'm a dribbler, so I can do it probably now. I wouldn't know. Do you know what? I've seen so many girls have it in the eye. I'm, I'm not going to do that to someone. I dribble anyway. Um, but, nah. I, because when the pop show, I ain't about just doing it in the eye, because the, the girl winks and looks sick, so it fucks up the performance. It fucks up the whole cop shot, really. I just dribble it down the side of the mouth. Nah, there's no preference. No preference. That's all. All right. So, uh, I want to get into some of like the the serious issues in the adult industry, and I want to pick your brain on uh, some of them. And the first thing that I want to talk yeah. about is uh, just your your health and your health safety on set. You know, obviously the performers are tested, and the industry is uh, very. Um, proud of its testing methods but as a performer who's doing yeah. scenes on a consistent basis do you ever feel worried about catching a sti or worse on set yeah you're always worried about catching an std an std is um it comes in from people who either their partner are fucking outside the industry or their partner is not in the industry and if they cheat on them or you got escorts who do escorts on outside the industry and they might fuck without a condom on. They say they trust that person. It happens. People say it doesn't, but it does happen. Or sucking a dick without a condom on, gone and chlamydia in the throat. Um, and also, if that person who's a performer or a female performer, they, they, they fuck on the outside the industry and they don't use protection. In the day, everyone's putting themselves at risk. You're, you're only as safe as the... Um, on the, on your testing day. As soon as you walk out of that clinic, you're, you're not safe no more. That's it. It's That's not true. safe at all. You're really trying to help hope your fucking other colleague hasn't been stupid or they might work to someone who else has been stupid. So you're all putting yourself at risk, which um, producers don't really give a fuck, to be honest. As long as they're getting their content, that's all that matters. What's your take on performers that escort? Do you feel like that's a uh, dangerous component to have in the industry? Because yeah. a lot of female yeah. performers do escort on the side to make some more money. Condoms do split. That's what I wanted to say. Condoms do split. Over across the pond, uh, there was this controversial syphilis thing that's going on. Yeah, a load of fucking bollocks. It was a load of bollocks. Fucking load of bollocks. And okay, I, I, can you break I, it down for us up. here uh, across the pond? Uh, no, so what no, happened basically, basically, and, and what's your opinion no, no, no. on it? So, so David, David Perry was um, said he had syphilis. Um, his level of syphilis, his TPH level, TPHA level was um, up. And um, then it, everyone's told to go get a penicillin injection. Everyone's worked with him, or everyone. Then they go get tested again. But then I, I actually got, got I, uh, my partner, I got tested for syphilis, Blue Angel. And um, she said it was positive. And in, in the interlab, they've always been saying she had negative, negative, negative. And the thing is, when, you, when you've had syphilis back in 2012, everyone got syphilis, like 150 people, and loads of people over America over some person's uh, Mr. Marcus or whatever the fuck it is I don't know I don't care mm -hmm. and um, if you ever had um, and they, they're showing negative on the test in this uh, la laboratory 
And um, the thing is, if you've ever had syphilis, you should always show TPHA level in your system and should say this person is still okay to work with because their, their, their STD is not um, contagious. But they don't do this. They just start putting negative. Then um, it popped up with my missus, and my missus and me, we went to like three different clinics, and she had been tested negative for everything, just at a low level inside her system. So in theory, and no one else, even David Perry's wife has, um, or partner has had two tests, and she's still clean. She's got no CPHA level in her system, neither have I. So, and all these other people got fucking injections and everything, but there's still no, if you've ever had contact, contracted um, syphilis, there will be TPHA in your system. And I have nothing. And I was, I'm fucking my partner every night. It was a load of bollocks. I think it was a big fucking scam. I think you fucking wankers are fucking trying to make some money very quick. And there was, um, they said if you if you go if you get if you go and get an injection, come back within a week's time and get um, your test done. So that's what they've already made another extra sixty euros if they're going to get another test after making twenty five thousand. When syphilis uh, penicillin injection should be administered for free if you are uh, if you have the symptoms and you are tested positive. If you're not tested positive, you shouldn't really get it unless you've been in immediate contact with any any performer. Then. Um, like my missus and me, yeah, I feel like I fuck her every night. And I had nothing in my system. So everyone was meant to go back to work after a week and get tested. Because me and my missus didn't bother going back to this one clinic. And we fucked up their fucking plans. And everyone had to stop working until the 20th of October. So fuck them, man. They, they made a fucking big mistake. I think people know it, but people are too scared. People too, too, too many sheep fucking won't, won't back up, won't, won't stand beside us. I've got a couple of, couple of producers. But I've even been told by one, one uh, agency... They turned around and um, said, no one's going to work with Kai Taylor no more because I stepped on their toes. So, fuck them. The I, I lost work for standing up for all you fucking performers. All the performers that um, was like, they, 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 they don't really give a fuck about each other's health. At the end of the day, I, I care about my people's health. I care about my health. I care about my partner's health. I don't really care about them as people, but I care about people's health. That's, that's what it's all about. It's looking after each other's health, but they make, it seems like they don't give a fuck. They let it blow over and all they just want to do is go back to work. Wankers. Sheep. Why Sorry. do you think no you that that was perfect uh because uh I feel like there are a lot of people in the industry as you mentioned that they don't speak up when they notice things happening. Why do you think people don't speak up? Is it because they don't want to step Scared on to lose toes? Work. Scared to lose work. Scared to lose work. I say I I lost loads of work for this, but it's for standing up for everyone. I stood up for everyone in this. I'm I'm not losing work. Fuck yeah. Couldn't give a shit. In the day, I'm, I'm not going to back down on my beliefs. So people, if they're not going to stand beside me, they're not real people. They, 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 they want to work too much. I'd rather be safe than sorry, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Makes me want to leave the industry again already because I don't feel like I'm, I'm dealing with real people, mate. That's interesting. I've had three producers stand beside me. Only three producers stood behind me. Everyone else really just stepped away from me and I stepped away from everyone else. Fuck them. Fucker, bro. And the funny thing is that is at the end of the day, if a performer can't do it, they'll probably give you a call because you're a consistent performer. Exactly, um, and then obviously my rate's going up. Well, there you go. Yeah, fuck em. Something that I'm curious to pick your brain on is uh, this new genre. I mean, it's not new per se, but it's a genre that has been taking over the industry. That's um. It's interesting. I call it incest light because it's it's that whole stepfather stepbrother genre. What's your take yeah. on that, mate? It's, 
Okay, let's have a look at let's put it down. So you got these teeny girls and all you got um, like Cordy Porn. Yeah, you know I mean he's got that baby face look. I think it's a paedophile fucking heaven to watch these things. That's what I think it is. So um, it's that it's giving the community a fucking idea that they can fuck a young kid or a young child and it's, it, it, in all fairness it's quite sick really. Just people false false, false pretenses. False belief in it. That's what it is. If it sells, it sells. That's it. So you can't argue with that, can you? Yeah. I mean, those scenes, like, what's your take on, like, having to film something like that? Like, having to portray that? I'm in the act. I'm just doing the role. I'm there. I'm there, there to do the role. Right, maybe I don't like what I'm doing, but I'm there to do a role. We're all in the age of consent to fuck anyway, so it doesn't mean shit to me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm. Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn performers that you would like to dispel? In what in what retrospect? Just in general, you know, maybe prior to entering the industry, you had certain assumptions about what porn stars are or what the industry is like, and and now that you've been in it, you know, th- those sort of uh, preconceived notions have been dispelled. Oh, I shall be truthfully and honest. It's up to you. We like truthfully and honest, to be quite honest. Not being truthful and being honest. Okay, so you got to understand. <sighs> no one likes doing softcore porn. Um, I'd say 85% of the porn performers are fake. I.e. not the performance. Some of them performers are real, but not all of them. But as performers, there's a lot of two-faced people. Not two-faced, uh, superficial, you think you're special, but you go home and tell you that you're sucking dick to your mum. Yeah, or you're, you're, I'm fucking a girl up the ass to your mum. You know what I mean? It's, it, in all fairness, it's a dark industry and um, people think they're special. We're not we're not superheroes. Superheroes are the ones that like doctors, uh, firemen, police people who, who sometimes save the community. We're, we're there to fucking um, excite the community through um, sexual acts. Um, and the people behind it, it's it's there's a lot of fake people, and then there's not really there's quite a lot of maliciousness, and there's not really nice people, and it's that's why I separate myself from a lot of people. I'd rather just go there, do my job, and fuck off. It's it's I there's um it's a cutthroat industry over here, and like people people are out there to get for themselves, yeah. I've been out there. I don't care about myself. I've always helped people get work. Not, there's not one stud over here who's got me work. I've got all my own work and I've helped out quite a few people get work. And you lot all know who you are. You lot all know who you are I've helped out get work. You lot know who you are that I've always put your name forwards. That's it. Is there all an really aspect cool. about the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Is there anything in particular? I know that you've sort of like it, lobbed... I, uh, just, I just don't enjoy idiots, mm-hmm. mate. I just don't enjoy idiots. And I've... I act like an idiot, but I'm not an idiot, but I just don't like to enjoy idiots. When they say one thing to your face, they say one thing behind your backs to this idiot. Idiots. In your opinion, how difficult is it to try to balance a romantic relationship while working in the business? Because it's, as it's, you di- mentioned, it's difficult. If you're not swingers, it's difficult. Yeah, because as difficult. you mentioned, the industry, I mean, to be quite honest, the industry is kind of like high school, if you think about it. 
you know, yeah, that high school mentality. So how difficult is clicks, it? There's clicks. There's fucking clicks. There's fucking the better group, the, the nicer group, the more uh, yeah. popular group. The cool kids yeah, and the not so cool. Yeah. And the outsiders. Yeah, I'm the, I've always been the black sheep, and I still am the black sheep now. Yeah. So how difficult is it? Because you're in a relationship, so it's, it's hard. Do you it's treat hard, just it. porn as uh, work? I'm not a swinger. Yeah, porn is pop. Porn is work. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 swingers get along with it better. But um, I mean, a proper relationship is a bit more difficult. Yeah. Have you been able to find the perfect balance? It's just difficult, man. I won't go into that personal. Okay. I would assume that it is. You know, it's probably hard just to figure out how to juggle it, to be quite honest. I hear that. Let's see what the future holds, my friends. Let's see what the future holds. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Kai Taylor. I'm actually, um, I've got a really big heart and I'm, I'm a big soft teddy bear if you get to know me properly. I'm very sensitive. Like, I mean, I can, I can, I can, I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I've had to um, really hide it from a lot of people. Kai Taylor's an alter ego, but the other, the other person is, if you really get to know me, I am very loyal, very respectful. Disrespect me once, you never get my respect ever. Describe not quirky, that's, that's just me on a tee. Yes. Quirky, hyperactive, ADHD, million miles per hour, mate. My mum says I get tired watching you sometimes, Dean. Oh, that's too funny. Mm. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Um, my, no, 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 no. I describe myself in two words. Lovable rogue. I like it. A lovable devil. Let's talk about the podcasting. I definitely want you to get uh, you know, your plug in again. How did you get into podcasting? What can the listeners expect on the podcast? And where can they download it? Uh, it's, adult. it's adult. Go on there. Click on the site. It's I-E-T-S, adult. Um, mate, at the end of the day, my podcast is just me being random, really, finding people to um, talk to, interview. It's, and the thing is, I don't have... A, I'd never set out questions like you, you have for me. I just, just come off the tongue. I say what questions, what probably what people want to hear. And I like to put people on the spot and make them uncomfortable. I want to feel... I want to hear someone be uncomfortable because that's when the true, truthful comes out of them. And I like truthfulness. And at the end of the day, is it, you're, gonna, you're not going to hear bullshit coming out from my mouth. And you, people think, oh my God, did he just ask that? Because I fucking don't. I don't care what I ask. I'm not scared. You, 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 you still shit from the same hole. You bleed from the same vein. And your, ble your blood is the same colour. So I'd just do what I'd do. If you don't like it, fuck off. Nice. So as we start wrapping the interview up, I do have five... Fantastic. I need a fantastic shit, but yeah, carry on. Yes. As we start wrapping things up, I have uh, these five sort of uh, like pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So the first Happy one days. is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Friends, South Park, Simpsons, uh... I, Breaking Bad was a wicked one, and uh, 
Dexter. Dexter's a lot. Uh, yeah, Dexter. Dexter's good. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Uh... Usher, Mariah Carey, uh, Marvin Gaye, and... I can't say another one. What are three of your most favorite films? Matrix, uh, Law Abiding Citizen, Equalizer with Denzel Washington. What are two foods you can't live without? Chicken and chicken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, chicken. Man loves chicken, bro. Man loves chicken. And chicken and fried chicken. Fuck it. Well, there you go. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Uh, random randomness at home in the bedroom. <laughs> All yeah. right. What's next for Kai Taylor? What can the listeners and your fans expect from you in the near future? Don't expect nothing. Just randomness. I'm, I'm spontaneous. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, all the goodies? At Kai the One Taylor, or Kai Taylor porn star into Google, or Kai Taylor uh, Reality Kings, Kai Taylor DDF, Kai Taylor Babes. Um, you, you'll find me. You'll find me. Perfect. I think Kai Taylor DDF. You know, I've got over, I've got over sixty-three scenes of them. I've got more to come as well. Awesome. Shoot with them once, twice a week. So, big up DDF Network. One love, people. Thank you very much for having my back from day one. Lots of love. Very cool. So this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? Just thank you very much for supporting me. Thank you very much for sending me your energy, your positive energy. Um, I can't see you all. I won't be able to see you all. I can't speak for you all. You can always send me a message on Twitter, Kai the One Taylor, or go on my hotmail. There's my on my profile. There's actually my email address on there. Send me questions. I'll be happy to answer them if I can. Um, and yeah, that's love, people, mate. Siempre positivo, nunca negativo, as they say in Spain. I like it. Uh, well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Kai. You are fantastic. Like you were a really great interview. Thank you very much. Was, um, you had some really good questions that you to bring out to me. It gave me it's giving me a good outset of when I do my next podcast. So I really appreciate that. You're welcome, and I appreciate you as well. And I also want to thank uh, the listeners for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychularadio.com slash afterdark.
Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. And with that, Kai and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Bless up, motherfuckers. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week. <laughs>